Atheist Nomads, episode 206. A new chapter begins. The podcast you're about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo-hahs. Please be advised. Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads. I am Dustin. Hi, Dustin. And I'm joined by Lauren. Hi, Lauren. And Rocco. And Rocco yes, Taco. Rocco. Um, and that's, that's all uh, for this time. Um, Wesley has left the show. Uh, I do definitely want to say heartily thank you to Wesley for five years that we've done this show together. Uh, but the, the time had come for us to part, or, part ways. Yeah, we're going to be taking the show in a little different direction, a little bit more local. Mm-hmm. Um, Intermountain region, not Pacific Northwest. Because, you know, realistically, Idaho's not really part of the Pacific Northwest, news-wise, well, culture-wise. It, it's in that that gray zone, and when, when people think about the Pacific Northwest, they think about Seattle and Portland. Yeah, those that's a tiny segment of the size, but big chunk of the population. And when you get outside of those cities, it looks a lot more like Idaho. But um, the rest of the Intermountain West looks a lot like Idaho. Yeah. Period. So yeah, total shout outs to all the podcasts from wyoming and montana and utah and such as waiting for wrath atheists on high and utah outcasts Woo! but yeah if you're you're wanting to know more about the the split um i'm not going to say anything more than what i just said uh i do want to make sure that is very clear so don't start asking <laughs> <laughs> i know podcasters and their drama they're gossipers and uh we are looking at a uh, possible change in our recording schedule. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, this week's episode is late. And next week's going to be early. Uh, we're going to be uh, trying out a different schedule and uh, try releasing on Tuesday. When we're not totally exhausted. Yeah, so watch for that. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll have probably, um, he, he is uh, uh, confirmed at this point, but uh, Mikey Pullman... Um, we've had him on a couple times before. He's a, he's been voted Boise's funniest person a couple times and is an awesome local comic. And a ginger. Oh, he is, let's see, ginger, bisexual. Atheist. Atheist, bipolar. Diabetic. Diabetic and lives in Idaho. I mean, he's just, he's a special guy. He and is. he has a chihuahua. Who's to- <laughs> two of them there are totally adorable. We love Wilford and Gracie. Mm-hmm. So. So, yeah, one of the, the goals, um moving forward is going to be focusing more on local issues and providing more opportunities for local voices. Uh, so it's While still covering those big right, topics, right? Yeah. You know, one thing about Boise and Idaho and the Intermountain West in, in general is there isn't a lot of news. <laughs> yeah. When there is, it's usually big and nasty and ugly. The legislative se- session is usually full of lots and lots of news but there's not enough to fill a podcast completely. So, of course, we aren't going to go to a completely local focus, so we will still have plenty of national and international stories. Um, think of it kind of like uh, what Sam Mulvey has done with Ask an Atheist and his Tacoma Focus, but still mostly talks about... That's Dustin's podcaster crush, Sam Mulvey. And uh, speaking of, of that, if uh, a place where you can still find Wesley is roughly once a month on Ask an Atheist. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's uh, doing real good over there. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and uh, jump into some news. Sound good? Sounds great. Damn, it's hot. 
It the, really is. Uh, that's our news today is yeah. how hot it is. We're, we're in the middle of a heat wave and it sucks. And, and you our, all know it. I mean, everybody on this side of the country is in the middle of this heat wave and it sucks. When the uh, National Weather Advisory is actually releasing warnings about how hot it is, oh, you know it's bad. Yep, yeah, and our air conditioner just isn't keeping up. No, and he has to turn off all the fans because it affects the noise. Fans are noisy. Anyway, just a few days after German Chancellor (laughs) Angela Merkel dropped her opposition to the proposed bill, uh, the German parliament voted 393 to 226 to approve same-sex marriage. All right. The legal code will now read, marriage is entered into for life by two people of different or the same sex. Oh. I'm guessing they just added the words, or the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Like, it was already kind of... I think it's funny that they still include uh, that marriage is for life. When realistic... Maybe Germany's got better, you know, divorce rates than America does, but... (laughs) Yeah, it's a... a, uh... A nice goal. It doesn't usually happen. It's, yeah. It's naive, but cute. Yep. But still, a huge step forward for Germany. Congratulations. Uh, Texas Republican House Speaker Joe Strauss has blocked Senate Bill 6, despite much urging. And this is a bill that would ban trans people from using the restrooms that match their gender identities and prohibit cities from enacting LGBT rights ordinances. He thinks these concerns are, quote, manufactured and unnecessary. Yes, a Republican, high-ranking Republican in Texas thinks concerns about <laughs> trans people using the bathroom is stupid. And cities passing ordinances guaranteeing rights for gays, lesbians, bisexual, and trans people that thinks that that is all manufactured and unnecessary to do. That is awesome. Because it is yeah, all manufactured and unnecessary. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, all the concerns around it, all of the, the fears about trans people raping children, you know, men pretending to be women to go rape little girls. It doesn't happen. doesn't work like that. As he put it, um, Joe Strauss, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm a Texan. I'm disgusted by all of this. Tell the lieutenant governor I don't want the suicide of a single Texan on my hands. That is deep. Teen suicide, uh, even adult suicide. If you if you fit inside of one of those letters, it's it's a huge risk. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that this guy is actually facing the music and not hiding, or actually res- respects these lives enough to not hide his head in the sand. Now he also does have concern that if they were to pass it, they'd lose billions of dollars, just like North Carolina has. And that is a legitimate reason. That is too. Yeah. It is legitimate to look at something that, at face value, you would probably support. Assess whether or not it's based on real concerns, because you really shouldn't be passing laws written to solve problems that don't exist. Like the Sharia law stuff. Yeah. And then look at the consequences that passing that law would have. And well, Boise just got a huge convention, its first big convention. Um, because North Carolina passed that law and the convention organizers didn't want anything to do with that. Mm, very cool. Yeah. Uh, Missouri's new abortion bill is bad, but not as bad as initially <laughs> reported, including oh. by me on the Facebook page. Very nice. Contrary to early news reports about it, it would not allow for discrimination against women who have had abortions or who use contraceptives, but it does weaken the protections 
that St. Louis has tried to put in, and it does allow for discrimination against abortion providers. Yeah, well, that sucks. It still sucks, but it doesn't suck as bad. Um, attacking the individual women is, that's just, that's just mean. That's just cruel. Um, going after the providers, I think, is still redonkulous, mm-hmm. but not as bad as attacking uh, individual people. Right. The discrimination. And the reason why the the story got blown out of proportion was because it specifically tries to overturn St. Louis's uh as as the article puts it, um their ordinance to make St. Louis an abortion sanctuary city. Yeah, yeah, because I mean St. Louis is so central and being right across state lines from another major city is mm-hmm. it makes it kind of easy access for a lot of people. And so that ordinance uh explicitly protected women from any discrimination in housing or employment based on whether or not they are seeking or have had an abortion or whether or not they are on contraceptives. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And this bill overturns that that doesn't make that discrimination legal, but it does weaken the protection and weaken the case that you could make if if you face that discrimination. Uh, and what it does to abortion providers is it allow, allows realtors um, to... Cancel leases. Free to not work with them. Yeah. And it allows... Uh, it puts in greater protections for crisis pregnancy centers. Yeah, um, overall, I'd say it's it's a good baby step. We just need to keep working on it. This bill is a baby step? This whole, yeah. It's it's still bad. No, it's still bad, but it's not as bad as it could have been. Which I wouldn't call that a baby step. It's just... No, you're it's right. It's just a smaller step than people thought it was in the wrong direction. Oh, well, that's a good point. I'm trying to be optimistic. I'm trying not yeah. to cry. This one's not, other than the fact that... Holy shit, it's hard to not fall to uh, fake news. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, there was even a quiz going around on Facebook. It's like, do you fail at fake news? And I I didn't even bother clicking it because it's clickbait and I'm avoiding that as much as I can lately. But yeah, even the most skeptic of us will fall into that pit trap. If it sounds like something that we are naturally going to be upset about, Mm -hmm. your your lizard brain takes over. Well, and... Your angry, angry lizard brain. I don't have time when looking for stories to thoroughly research each one out, try to find original sources. I'm not a journalist and I don't pretend to be one. I do opinion commentary and I rely rely on the, the work of journalists to find that good information, to actually suss it out. Uh, And Unfortunately, uh, the, the role blogs have, have begun to play, uh, they're often the starting point for news. And that's what happened with this one. Newsweek posted the article about this is going to make it so that women can get, you know, if you're on the pill, you can be denied housing or get fired. Uh, Newsweek had that, ran that. And it's gone now. I yeah. discovered this when I... Well, see it now. I opened up the link and the page had been removed. Yeah, which is weird, because I thought um, journalists were supposed to do redactions, not just remove sources. They removed that one and then added a new article, but they didn't link to the new article. No. I, th- I like the redaction process. Yeah. At least anyway, leave the headline. We got suckered. That's all right. 
it's still a bad move and i still hope that there are there's hope for the future here yeah oh oh i got a great joke for you okay what do you call a newscaster that tells terrible jokes a pundit <laughs> yeah oh funny get it because pun funny funny all right uh pope francis is not happy there's a sh- surprise <laughs> but what about it uh so it, he's actually been described as infuriated so a little beyond just not being happy this guy's pretty chill too so typically yes um not only is one of his top cardinals george pell on leave facing sex abuse charges in australia but another cardinal francesco Coco Paulo Mirio, Mirio. That is the best name ever. Head of the Pontifical Council for Legislative Texts and one of the Pope's personal advisors uh, may be forced to retire because his secretary was found to be using the Cardinal's apartment to host drug-fueled gay orgies. <laughs> Everything you've ever thought about the Vatican is true. Yeah. Oh, oh man. it's bad. This apartment's in a former... They didn't even try to keep keep it hidden either. Yeah. It's in a former Vatican-owned, or actually probably still Vatican-owned, but it used to house a major Vatican office. It is a couple blocks outside of the Vatican City, and neighbors got a little suspicious about all the comings and goings they saw. <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> and they called the cops. And the cops opened up the door, and they found a priest using his boss's apartment with a bunch of men doing drugs and having sex. Yeah, so Dustin and I were discussing how uh, there's a there's a hierarchy of sin when it regards to sex <clears throat> and how masturbation seems to be at the like the worst of the worst. Right. So it's it, it, this may not be 100% accurate today, but at least was historically and Catholic tradition tends to become dogma, so this probably is at least to some of, uh, effect still valid and the hierarchy is basically all sex is bad period the least bad is procreative sex between a man and his wife the next least breeders the little bit more bad than that is not intentionally procreative sex between a man and his wife and then below that is actively not procreating having sex between a man and his wife and then so that's like contraceptive use right Oh, that would actually now probably be even worse than that. Oh. So, like, the rhythm method. Oh, Or yeah. pulling out versus the pill or a condom. And then below that is having sex with a woman outside of marriage. And then worse than that is hiring a prostitute. And then below that is a man having sex with another man. And below that is masturbation. So lesbians get a free pass? Uh, it's a relatively recent thing for people to be concerned about women. All right, lesbians, get a free pass. <laughs> like, if you read the Bible, it condemns man-on-man sex. Nowhere does it actually condemn woman-on-woman. Well, you're not wasting seed. Not that that is ever a concern, because a man can produce semen until he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so... But, but what, what's crazy is that the Vatican has... Or the Catholic Church with with a hierarchy like that. And yeah, it's probably changed a little bit, but it's still, it's ridiculous. There should be a line between good and bad. And on the good side, you put all consensual sex. Consensual adult sex. Yep. And then on the bad side, 
you put all non-consensual sex. Which includes children because children cannot legally consent. Yes. Yes. So. So actually what the guy did besides the drugs, I think is totally legit because these guys don't have a choice. You can't masturbate. You can't, can't be caught with a prostitute. Although better off to be caught with a prostitute. Yeah. Well, they just were doing tons of drugs and not paying attention. (laughs) No, it it was a big enough deal that in uh, medieval... Late medieval, early modern uh, Florence, the bishop was the biggest pimp in uh, all of Europe, and he ran brothels to make sure there was enough prostitutes to make sure that men wouldn't be masturbating. (laughs) Wow. Or, you know, that or having sex with each other, but mostly to keep them from masturbating, because that is just so, so bad. Such a basic human drive. Ugh. Uh, I should break in to say that, uh, as a reminder, I'm not going to be playing the normal bumpers because uh, we're going to re-record those. We are proudly sponsored by Archway Hosting. They provide awesome, low-price, full-featured hosting solutions at, again, low prices. Check them out at archwayhosting.com. That's A-R-C-H-W-A-Y hosting.com. Very nice. And also by listeners just like you, at least if you're a patron. And if you aren't, you should become one. Yeah, we we could we love the patrons. We really do. They pretty much keep the show going. Otherwise, Dustin would just quit and go hide in a cave playing Civ Five. Oh, that has been so much fun. <laughs> Until I haven't <laughs> seen him for months on end. Uh, that or I would just start a new podcast doing something else. Talking to yourself in the corner through yeah. a microphone. It's just on le- loop. Uh, but another way you can help us is by leaving us reviews on iTunes or anywhere else you can find podcasts. Just like Vilmaldor did. Five-star review, good show. I'm surprised this podcast doesn't have more reviews. I enjoy it and look forward to it when it comes out every week. Things get a little heavy-hearted at times with the topics, but nowadays that only seems appropriate. They stay up-to-date with the news, and I enjoy the dusting off the degree segments. It gives a unique look into topics. Keep up the good work. Um, I'm sorry, could you read the second sentence of that review again one more time? I enjoy it and look forward to it when it comes out every week. Oh, no, that's not the one I was talking about. I was talking about the one with leaving reviews. The first sentence. I'm surprised this podcast doesn't have more reviews. Yes, that one. Yeah, that's a total <laughs> guilt trip to all of you who haven't left a review. Just just throw in a little five-star review. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. You'll feel so much better about yourself. And if you have to wait feel like you need to wait till next week. Um, well, you can. And I still think patrons should start getting pictures of our dogs. If you want to make that happen. Little Rocco Taco pictures in your email. would be great. <laughs> or on the website. All right. Puppies. Back to the news. France had 79 cases of measles in the first two months of this year. Ouch. And had more than 24,000 in the eight years prior. So we're on a... It's on track because it's been really shitty for several years. So in response, the government will begin mandating all recommended vaccines, 11 total, starting next year. Woo! Now, they had already been mandating three vaccines, polio, diphtheria, and pertussis, but not fucking measles. (laughs) Now, is this for school-aged children? I believe so, although the article wasn't wasn't specific okay particularly specific generally requirements like that are all based on um some kind of 
incentive. Like in uh, Australia's case, it was tied to uh, daycare assistance. In I can Italy's, see daycare assistance, school assistance. In um, Italy, it insurance was insurance premiums. Right in Italy, it was to attend schools. Uh, most states in the U.S. mandate it only for kids attending either public schools or all schools. Okay. Like as I recall from Oregon, it was mandated for all schools. Right, because there's a lot of private schools out there that are just as in danger of catching mm-hmm. measles. Yes. Uh well, good for you, France. Science wins. They're they're finally catching up. Uh, what's what's terrifying though? Is... That sounds so bad. <laughs> oh, France, you're finally catching up. Womp womp. Okay, I I have to feel good when we beat some of the European countries that we usually look to for inspiration on important things. Like we beat France by a long shot on mandating vaccines, and we beat Germany to same sex marriage. Yeah, but France beat us to um, autistic behavior modification. Lauren, let me have this one. Okay. Let America have this one. America. Fuck yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Happy fourth, everybody. Uh, But the article does go into how shitty things are for vaccines in in France. Uh, Somewhere in the 30 to 40% of kids aren't up to date on their recommended vaccines. Oh, my gosh. And... 52% 52% of the population doesn't think that the risks outweigh the benefits. Or excuse me. Yeah, they think the risks do outweigh the benefits. What risks? That's all I got to say. What risk? Uh, autism, allergic reactions. Autism. Allergic reaction, legit. But allergic reactions are very easily taken care of. No, the autism thing has been debunked uh-huh. firmly. If you're worried about toxins, that has been debunked firmly. Uh, yeah. Want me to do the next one? Sure. All right. So Ken Ham is still passing around the blame for why the Ark encounter is not living up to expectations. Uh, last I heard, it was due to atheists. Uh, his new target, the city of Williamstown. Despite the city paying $92 million for the park, that's, that's tax money, right? I mean, yep. that's... Government money, this town enabled this park to even exist. Mm-hmm. He blames them that they haven't done enough hotels and restaurants to help support the attraction. The whole point of an attraction is that you shouldn't need those things. Those things crop up after the attraction gets big. Right. Because He's doing this backwards. Right. His concern is they haven't created a tourist trap. Ugh. Um, okay. Ugh. Let me roll eyes. It'll let Ken Ham in on something. Hotels and restaurants. Don't create tourist traps. No, the trap does. It's the thing to draw people there that creates the trap. And if enough people are coming to warrant... Hotels and restaurants. Hotels and restaurants, people will build them because they will make money. I've got it. I've got the... Cl- I've got it. I've got the way to make it work. Water park. <laughs> the Ark Water Park. Flood the town. Flood it. <laughs> oh, my God. And with the little zoo. Ugh. Uh, but like a nice one, not those crappy concrete and fence ones, but um, a nice <laughs> zoo with a with an awesome water park with crazy themed rides and stuff. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It would be amazing. There you go, Ken. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That or just actually make it to be something that people actually want to come to. <laughs> Which obviously this failed. 
spect- I feel bad for the town. Not only are they getting blamed for it, but they paid a lot of money for this attraction to their town, and it did not pan out. And they're losing out on a lot of, of property taxes on some very valuable property. Yeah. So. Oh, and not only that. Failed investment. to work there, you have to first meet the hiring criteria of Answers in Genesis, which means be a Bible-believing evangelical Christian who believes that God created all species of life relatively close to their current form a mere 6,000 years ago. So it's not bringing a lot of jobs. Yeah, he's probably only hired, like, what, less than 20 people to run the whole thing? Yeah, it's been more than that. But That would be still, it's, it's water park, though. Very seriously. restrictive as to who they can hire. And people who have started businesses to try to support the throngs of people that were supposed to come, the millions, are going broke. Yeah. Failed investment. That's what happens when you give money to crazy people. Yep. And uh, Josh Feuerstein was upset with Facebook adding a pride flag emoji, but not a cross emoji. And he took a meme created by Hikmat Hanna, and he went ahead and shared it on his page to his, like, 2 million followers. This got more than 19,000 likes and more than 9,000 shares. Which, if you think about the population of Facebook, isn't that much. It's not. But it's impressive sounding. And it showed the... You know, why this pointing at the flag emoji and the string of of reactions available on Facebook, but not this with a golden cross or with a red circle around it. And what's awesome is while Facebook had said the pride flag was to celebrate love and diversity and reaffirm their position as a platform that supports all communities. When asked about the cross, they responded with this reaction is not actually available on Facebook. And it's not something we're working on. They were probably confused. I wonder if they had even seen the meme (laughs) before somebody reached out to them and said, hey, for this article, I want you to comment on the cross. And they're like, "Uh, we don't have one. (laughs) Yeah. And nor should they, because then you'd have to have one for all religions. And then it just gets bogged down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's it's always nice to see that. Yep, sorry guys, the pray the pride flag is not going away. It's actually it probably will. Someday. Uh, they put it up for, for Pride Month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's not gonna I meant as a as a social cultural oh, yes. reference. The you it's it's cool. It's gonna stick around and you're gonna see it. It's actually already gone. On Pride Month, right. Yeah. Which now is July, so it would yep. be gone. Although some places are still doing their pride festivals and parades. Yeah, well, on later time. into the summer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we got some feedback uh, from BJ Price uh, talking about the where heaven is. Yeah, that, that's what that would be. I remember that. Orion has a womb and it's opening and Jesus will arrive through it. So Orion's female. Sure. Okay. Where is that listed? Where's What was this quote from? Okay, so this is... Uh, Adventists know exactly where heaven is um, because Ellen White saw in a vision Jesus coming through Orion's belt. <laughs> Sorry. And then Dirty leading joke. everyone to heaven th- back through the middle oh, of Orion's the belt. belt. So the womb is... Okay, I got it. It's, it's the belt. It's the gateway to heaven. I'm pretty sure Men in Black did a movie about this. <laughs> <laughs> With a <the> talking pug. <laughs> 
But this is from uh, yeah BJ Price on YouTube. All right, thank you. Uh, from Colleen uh, uh, via Twitter. That's at C Rose J at Atheist Nomads. LOL. When I first found about found out about the committee to nominate the nominating committee, I laughed. I'm still laughing. <laughs> oh my god! I can't imagine being like a young Adventist and trying to learn the bureaucracy of this religion and just being like. Oh my God! What? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, and uh, Colleen, hello. <laughs> She's somebody I've, I've I knew in real life. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, she found me on social media. The social medias. Yeah. All right. Well, he's taken, so you know, mm-hmm. keep moving. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you can definitely tell I've hit the second trimester. Oh my God! I'm feeling so much better. Yay! Yay! All right. Well, um, yes, this is a short episode. Short um, but happy. It's it's late. It's short. I, I I needed some happy stories, so tried to keep it a little bit more lighthearted than our usual fare. Um, for the next episode, we will be covering all the deep, disturbing stories with a comedian. With a comedian, so you know it all balances out. Yeah, yeah. So that should be better. All right. Uh, so that's it for this week. Just remember, not all those who wander are lost. Thank you for listening to another episode of Atheist Nomads. You can find show notes and contact information at atheistnomads.com. Follow us on Twitter at Atheist Nomads and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atheistnomads. Please subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcatcher of choice. And while you're there, feel free to leave us a review. The music is courtesy of Sturdy Fred. Until next time, this has been the Atheist Nomads.